0: Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. As always, so excited to be here with you today, especially today, because today, of all days, it is our 100th Lit AF episode. Yay! Yay! It feels so good. I cannot believe that I've made a hundred of these. It's so wild, honestly. It's truly a special occasion, and I just want to thank you for being here for the ride. It's amazing. I've truly loved producing this podcast and choosing all the guests to be on the show and creating all the content to be here and Um, hearing all of your feedback about how, what the show means to you and how much you enjoy it. So thank you, all of you. Thank you for celebrating with me. I am just so incredibly excited for today. So today's going to be a little bit of a different episode. I'll do a quick check-in, and I've got a fun giveaway for everyone, which is to celebrate. Well, it's not for everyone. It's a fun giveaway opportunity, and that is to celebrate our 100th episode. And then in today's episode, I'm going to share a little bit about um, the road to secure and what that can mean and how we can get stuck on the destination. It'll be a little bit of a personal share, basically, about my my pregnancy, which is almost coming to an end in a healthy way. (laughs) It sounds a little weird to say it that way, but the birth is about a month away. So yeah, I'm going to share a little bit about what I've experienced on this journey in terms of feeling pressure to get to secure before baby arrives. It'll be an interesting one. So excited you're here. Let's get to my check-in for this week. Um, this week, I am still just coming down off of Burning Man, which was so fun. I'm so glad I went. I'm still feeling kind of the, all the lovey feels after the um, event has finished. And I'm actually, I'm currently in job application mode. And so I've been looking for a new job. And holy moly, that is, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. So for anyone out there that is currently doing a job search, like I salute you. It's constantly putting your best foot forward. It's doing so much research on the company. And then self-soothing for me, that's what it is. Self-soothing after the interview was over in terms of like not being too hard on myself and not ruminating too much on what I said during the interview and so much more. So yeah, I'm like deep in the throes of it. I've got several different interviews going on at the same time, which I have never done before. I've always, and you know, I'm sure this is an attachment thing, but I've always seen a job that I really liked, applied for it, got it. (laughs) Usually I get it if I'm lucky. And then I don't have any other offers to like play it off of. So it's usually just the one offer that I'm working with in the one company. It feels very like the kind of this like loyalty thing, which is wild. It's just wild that that's how I felt throughout my career to apply for new jobs. And this time I'm just trying to get as many um, interviews out there. We're trying to put my face out there as much as possible. I am networking every single contact that I have. I'm following up with them in case they didn't follow up with me and just pretending like it doesn't matter. And I mean, it does matter, but like not letting the initial stories that I used to get bogged down in of, oh, they don't want to help me or, oh, I'm not worthy of this job. So it's not worth it to reach out to them, those types of things. So feels really good to be in this kind of healthier mindset and mind frame while applying for jobs. And I am excited to see where it's going to lead. We will find out and I will report back after the break but a little bit more about what the break means in just a second, but I will report back on what this means. Also this week, I have big news. I completed my integrated attachment theory coaching certificate from the Personal Development School. That's a program that I've been doing for the last couple of months. It has been so incredibly valuable. I have Loved every second of the program. It's really helped me kind of take a step back and learn more about attachment theory and what has worked so well in my own healing process. And I'm very, very excited to start offering those healing tools to anyone that's interested, anyone that's working on their attachment style, anyone that's on the road to secure. I would love to work with you. So I am very excited to announce very soon that um, when my coaching practice will be open. In the meantime, if you are interested in learning about your attachment style, book a 15-minute free attachment style discovery call with me. What I'll do is I'll ask you a couple of questions, and then I'll just assess your attachment style explain what it is, and give you a free tool to start healing today. I can't wait. This is like one of the funnest things, watching people learn what their attachment style is and learn why they've like come to those coping mechanisms and how they can start to be set free from them. So if you're interested, visit my website, sarahcohan.com. That's S-A-R-A-H. C-O-H-A-N.com. And at the top, when you get on that homepage, you'll just see a link that says book your 15 minute free discovery attachment style discovery call. Go ahead and click that link. And my calendar is available. I can't wait to talk to you about it. I can't wait to share these tools that I've learned that have changed my life. I mean, I'm talking deep subconscious reprogramming. I have completely changed this beliefs and stories that I've held throughout my entire life. And it's really helped me become so incredibly confident in myself. I've created a really lovely relationship with myself and I've been able to find some peace and calm in my relationships with others. It's just, it's so invaluable. I absolutely love it. If you've been doing for therapy for years and you're like, Hmm, something just still re- really isn't sticking. This is probably for you for reals. If you're interested in working with me, book that discovery call. That is the best way to um, get on my list. And then I'll add you to my coaching waitlist so that you'll be the first to find out when my coaching practice is open. As for maternity leave, this is going to be the last episode for a while. I will be going on maternity leave very soon, next week basically, and just waiting for the arrival of baby whenever they come. It's just one. It's not twins, but we don't know the gender, so we're using they, them pronouns. I know that's confusing to a lot of people, including some of my doctors, (laughs) but I love it. And we can't wait for baby. The podcast will likely be back in January of 2023. And I'm very, very excited for the schedule for next year. I've already mapped out who the guests are going to be what the schedule is going to be, what the format is going to be, get ready for a lot more attachment theory content in your ears. I'm just going to be sharing a lot about the different attachment types, different coping mechanisms, different tools to use to start to heal your attachment, and then live conversations of people that have healed their attachment type. So I'm really, I just, I cannot tell you how excited I am for it please, please, please stick around. (laughs) It's going to be super fun. I promise you that because if I'm not having fun, I'm not doing it. Right. (laughs) I will absolutely miss you. And just know that I'm busy, uh, you know, birthing and giving life to a new, a new babe. And, um, I'll be back very, very, very soon. It'll be so fast. I'm sure it'll be before I even am ready. Most likely. Oh, my goodness. Seriously, just looking back in the last 100 episodes, I'm like my heart is just so filled with joy of conversations that I've been able to have and the space that I've been able to create. It feels I feel very, very, very lucky. (sighs) Okay, that's it for my check in. And before I get into the episode, I want to give away what we want to do a little giveaway. So I've got a special lit AF mug with a lovely quote that says for your own damn personal growth. And I'm going to be giving this mug away this week. And to enter to win this awesome mug, all you got to do is check out my Instagram and comment on the post with the picture of the mug on it. And tell me your favorite thing about the Lit AF podcast. Super simple. Tell your friends. I love mugs. Honestly, they get me through the day. They're my favorite thing. Sometimes I feel like it's a little security blanket. i having a mug in my hand. <laughs> And I'm excited to give this to someone. I It's been around the house for a while and it's time for me to like share the swag. So here we are. We're going to share the swag. We're going to celebrate the 100th episode. And I can't wait to hear what your favorite thing is about the Lit AF podcast. It can be anything. It can be a favorite episode. It can be why you tune in. It can be what platform you listen to it on. <laughs> We're pretty open here. So <laughs> tell your friends and hopefully you'll be the lucky winner. The deadline to enter is September 21st. All right. Um, that's it for the check-in and the giveaway. And today I just want to get into talking about perfectionism within the road to security. Where I want to start with this is talking about my pregnancy experience. And this is something now that I'm towards the end, I'm at, 36 weeks? What is that? Nine months? That's wild. The Full pregnancy is 10 months. Just FYI, in case you're like, but what about that movie, Nine Months? Why are you saying that you're still pregnant? Still have a month to go. And I feel as though I've turned... A little bit of a corner in terms of where I'm at in in looking at the pregnancy. And when I look back, what I'm seeing is, you know, a lot of women experience sadness during their pregnancy, tears. I've heard that a lot, like a lot of um, pregnant women cry all the time for no reason. Um, For me, in my pregnancy, I experienced a lot of anger like a lot of anger and frustration. It felt like a magnifying glass was on me and in this house and my, and like my job and my relationship. And just, it made me take stock of a lot of things. And this is something that I did right after I got married as well. So, After I got married, I was like, okay, now, you know, life is going to be perfect. And it it wasn't, obviously, because life never is. All of a sudden, I was like putting on a magnifying glass in all the different areas of my life and my relationships and my relationship with my husband and being like, you know, why isn't all of these – why aren't all these things changing? I feel like that similar – very similar thing happening when I was pregnant. And like let's add some like hormone conversations on top of that. So – you know, it's basically just a shit show. <laughs> but what was happening when I look at it as well is that I think that I really wanted to prepare myself for baby. And this is my second time getting pregnant. And I was doing the same exact thing last time around, reading all the books and trying to get all the knowledge and just be super ready and trying to be as, you know, thorough as possible and very perfectionistic about the process. And what I realized is that. I wanted to be the best version of myself as possible for the baby when they arrived. And I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to get to secure. And I've seen this a lot with a lot of people's practices, whether that is the road to security or the road to ascension in the spiritual world. There can be a high amount, especially for dismissive avoidance, Of perfectionism of the destination of wherever that healing journey is leading to. And it wasn't something that I was very conscious of, (laughs) but it was something that I felt pressured to do, like I needed to arrive at this perfect place. And I think we see this a lot with different activities in terms of pregnancy, like nesting and preparing the perfect nursery. And during this process, it, it came out that a lot of my friends who have had babies spent so much time researching the perfect gadget, the perfect item for their nursery or their crib or the camera to watch the child at night and all of those things. So it comes out, I think, this perfectionism comes out in several different ways. And now that I'm able to look back on it, What I'm realizing, and people say this all the time, is that it's about the journey, right? It's not about the destination. It's not necessarily about being perfectly secure, because when we look at secure people, actually, they are still having arguments. They are still having tough days. They are still struggling with emotions, like they're still experiencing emotions. They're they're still coming up for them. They might not be open to certain emotions that they they experienced. And they might still have some old stories and beliefs that they've created over their life in certain specific instances that they're hanging on to and having a trauma response to. And they're okay with it. (laughs) They're fine with it. And I think the moment for me that I realized that I could just let it all go was I was watching my friend this weekend parent her kids. She has two sons. They're a year and a half and apart. Oh my God. I have two friends with two sons that are a year and a half apart and they both have the same reaction whenever they talk about it, (laughs) that it's tough. They were parenting very thoughtfully, but also very vulnerably. And it wasn't perfect and it wasn't, Like I'm going to think about every word that I'm going to say to you before I say it in this moment when I'm either disciplining or requesting something from you or saying no for the 50th time in an hour. They're just being themselves and they're just parenting the best way that they know how. I read an amazing book by Britta Bushnell It's called The Transformation of Birth or Transformed by Birth. Definitely the most powerful book that I have ever read. And she talks about just like the forgiveness of being a parent, like having so much compassion for yourself and knowing that your parenting style is as old as your child. And I just love that idea of like taking that as, you know, when we're doing this reparenting work, when we're healing our attachment style. Like I've only been healing my attachment style for about a year and a half, maybe two years, something like that. Oh No, sorry, three years. And that means that I've only been in reparenting mode for three years, so you know I'm a little I'm a little baby when it turns when it like comes to knowing myself and healing myself and being responsible for that healing journey. Just as I can be super compassionate for the way that I am going to be <laughs> a very young parent in about a month ish. Who knows when they're going to pop out? And I can just, I can have so much compassion for that. So much compassion for that. And I've heard so often that getting to secure is the thing, right? That is the destination. And then for us perfectionists, whenever we fall off that bandwagon, whenever we're not in a secure place or if my FA tendencies are coming up, my fearful avoidant tendencies are coming up, and all of a sudden I'm getting anxious as hell, but I want to push everybody away. (laughs) Hello, hot and cold. I can have so much compassion for that because that's part of the process. That is part of the journey rather than getting to the destination of secure. Also, I got to say, secure is boring as fuck. Like, you know, a lot of secure people I know, pretty boring. <laughs> Great people, love them, huge fans of them. But um I'm, you know, that can be a really boring destination and especially for me as a fearful avoidant, I have typically historically thrived on chaos. And so if I'm not experiencing chaos, I'll create some chaos so that I have some excitement in my life. So especially for that, I mean, obviously I'm training myself to not be so addicted to that chaos, but you know, maybe think about where you're headed and and why you're so stuck on it and see if you can just give yourself like a tiny little drop of grace, one tiny little drop of compassion. And I'm going to give you one tool that's really helped me with this. I've really been able to hone it. I learned about it last year. I learned this actually from Lindsay Mack. She has a wonderful podcast. It's called "Terraform the Wild Soul. And she grew up with a lot of trauma and she uses this technique in order to just – kind of give her a little brain a hug. Like when you know when your brain's like running away from you and it's like, but what about this negative thought? And what about this negative thought? And what about this reason that you're bad? And what about this the reason that you're not great? And what about this thing that you did that made you not worthy of that thing? Like when your brain is running, spinning out like that, this is like something that you can do. And it took me a while to realize that I was ruminating on negative thoughts. And that's okay, right? Like just even – Getting to the place where you can notice the fact that you're, you're ruminating or that you are stuck in this little negative thought loop, that's huge. That is like a huge step forward. So congratulate yourself. when When you're doing that, I want you to honor your amazing accomplishment of being able to recognize what's going on. Be present with what's going on in your brain. So, this tool is that what, as soon as you realize that you're ruminating on something, maybe you're ruminating on a conversation that you had a couple of days ago. Maybe you're um, literally, I do this all the time, literally repeating what you said in a conversation to a friend and evaluating how good what you were saying was. Or for me, funny, like being funny is such an important value. And so, I'm always like, oh, was that funny? Did they laugh? did they care? <laughs> like, did I think it was funny? Did I think I cared? Like those are the most important things, but you know, this is how my brain operates. So, and obviously trauma response from childhood, blah, 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 you know this, but noticing the thought and then, or noticing the rumination and then saying, literally, this is how I talk to myself. It is totally okay that you're ruminating on this. All you're worried about is being safe or included Or accepted or loved, whichever one of those like really, really resonates with you. And like while you're doing it, I always like imagine myself just giving my brain and my body this big hug. It's just like, oh, I love you. I love you for ruminating. I love you for being stuck on this thought. I love you for constantly evaluating how you stand in social circumstances, how you performed. In a, in a certain situation. I love you so much for all of that. And you're doing this because you thought this is the best way to deal with it. That's it. And just like giving that little hug and that moment and honoring the fact that I am partaking in these negative thought processes for valid reasons. My little seven-year-old brain My little, sometimes five-year-old, it depends what age we're talking about (laughs) for situation. My little seven-year-old brain is just stuck on it because that is how she learned to cope, to be safe. That's how she learned to fit in with her family. That's how she learned to get love as a child. It's how she learned to get attention as a child, which love attention. Hello. So, Honoring that and and having compassion for that to me is just the first step. And at first when I started doing this, it felt really super weird. I was like, this feels awkward. This doesn't really feel like it's doing much. But now when I do it, I feel like, oh, I love me. I love all of me. Because oftentimes when we're getting on this road to secure, we're like, oh God, I can't believe I used to act like that. Or oh, I can't believe this is my trauma response. I'm so embarrassed that instead of being able to be vulnerable with people, I have to pull away with my dismissive avoidance side and be alone and process by myself. Or if I'm anxious, I'm so embarrassed that I'm constantly reaching out to people because I need that validation from others. These are all valid, extremely valid. And I have to say, I think they were extremely smart strategies when you were a kid to get love and fit in with your family and... Do the best that you could to stay alive and be in community. Those are like the two most important things in our brain, right? Like being in community with others. So, of course, your little baby brain did these things and it was in a super smart way at the time in order to get that love and validation. But, newsflash, these ways are completely outdated and <laughs> the threats are totally different when you're an adult. And in fact, sometimes threats are non-existent. Most likely they are, but we're using these outdated systems to uh, to deal with them. So I hope you use this tool. I hope it helps. I hope it can give you just a moment of relief and love during a panic time or a spiral time or an emotional vulnerability hangover time. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways that we can spin out, you know, and this can this can be a super helpful way to just have a moment with yourself and just honoring, honoring what you need, noticing like, oh, I just needed love in this situation. Oh, I just needed to be understood. That's a big one for me. I needed to be accepted. I needed to feel safe. I needed to feel like someone was listening you know, these are all super, super basic needs. Don't be embarrassed about having them. Those are totally normal. It means you're a human and you're on this planet to be human with the best of us. I hope it's helpful. So take that moment, give yourself that just like warm, fuzzy brain, body hug. I almost said virtual. (laughs) It's not virtual. It's real, (laughs) but you're going to visualize it, right? I love that. That's my response for virtual. Wow, it's been a it's been a long uh, <laughs> virtual year, hasn't it? So yeah, give yourself that warm fuzzy mental hug, and give yourself that dose of compassion, and understand that yes, you are on the road to secure. That is that is where you're headed. And are there moments along the way that you can enjoy? And can you see your past self and still love them? Because I love them. They are just beautiful, beautiful little babies running around being smart together. Oh, So fun. So I'm sure that I'll have many more wonderful realizations about parenting that I'll be sharing with you on this show. But until then, I'm going to rest. I'm going to take some time to prepare for baby. And I'm going to be back in 2023 with just some amazing, amazing content. So now's a great time to listen to back episodes of Lit AF if you want to get caught up. We've got some great, great, great content. And yeah, I will be here. I will be back here before you even know it. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. All the things. All the holidays. And I hope you take care of yourself. Yeah. Please, please do that. right. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review in the app. I would very much appreciate it. And also if you really enjoyed this episode, maybe you've got a friend that is on the road to secure or is on their own pregnancy journey, feel free to share this episode with them. I know that sharing episodes and learning from friends was the best way for me to find out new healing tools and I loved it. So don't be shy. If you want to stay up to date on my coaching stuff, feel free to join my email list. Uh, You can visit sarahcohan.com, that's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com, and I'll be sharing all kinds of email updates, attachment tools and tips, and sharing when my coaching practice will be open, which will hopefully be soon. All right. I'm so excited. I'm going to miss you. I love you so much. Please stay lit. Lit AF, and I will be back here very soon.